Welcome back to another episode of Stuck in a Side Quest. Um, we're talking about the D&D movie, so spoilers ahead of time. Um, I hope y'all enjoy it. Let's get to the episode. And welcome. We Sorry. should probably say that there's spoilers since it's new. Spoilers, if you don't know it. That's I got one right in my pocket right here. Hold on, I'll I'll I got to do it. It's it's right here. <laughs> he did I'm that in the theater. Drive off a bridge. You probably should. I can store things in here though, all the way to my armpit. Um, sorry. So we just saw the new D and D movie, D and D Among Thieves. Honor Among Thieves. Honor Among Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> we just saw it. Wait, we just saw a movie? We saw it, came straight back here, didn't talk about it. I definitely saw not my in the car. Icy. Yeah, definitely didn't talk about it in the car at all. Yeah, definitely didn't. We talked about it a little bit, but we're saving it for y'all. All 12 of y'all. It's got to eventually move from 12, doesn't it? Maybe it's 13. Don't worry. It's more than 12. Yeah, I think 12 it's is my lucky number. I think it dropped. I think it's like nine now. There were 12. Yeah, Absolutely not. It's, it's all right. For the nine of you still watching, I'm sorry. <laughs> and I've came up with a new system for rating movies. It's the quality of loot, one out of ten. Okay. Quality like of loot? It. We're going to try it out. Yeah. <laughs> How many loots do, do we're going to give it? We can do it now or at the end. Uh, we, we should do, do it at the end. end Let's do it at the end because I've been known to change my mind about things after talking about it with other <laughs> yeah. people. Hmm. I think so we you're just got to <laughs> what Katie felt. <laughs> All right. Um, so the movie starts off. It opens up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> going to tell the whole thing. Chris Pine. Oh, I will say uh, off the top, if you are a D&D player, then you will like this movie, I feel like, more than somebody who has not played D&D and has no idea what D&D is. Very sure. well said. Um, there was a lot of times where I was saying, this is what this is. And Tyler was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, no. For, okay, this is what I wanted to say. Trevor goes, oh my God. I did not say oh my he God. He didn't say oh my God, but he was like, it's a bear owl. I was like, a bear owl? An owl guy, bear. An owl bear. Fuck. Sorry. It's like um, one of the most classic D&D monsters. Like that's everybody that's like common knowledge. Well. What an owl bear is. Trevor's it's in like, the commercials. It's an owl bear. I'm like, what's an owl bear? That apparently. Well, and then like three seconds later, the guy goes, "She's an owl bear," and I was like, "Damn, Trevor, you gotta wait a second, man." <laughs> the the classes that we see are a druid, barbarian, paladin, bard, sorcerer. and a sorcerer. Well, I have to say that I do like the sorcerer because I have played a sorcerer just like that. Exactly like that. Um, there's like one part, spoilers, I'll just say, but I mean, there's like this bridge and they definitely, it was definitely a D&D &D reference because <laughs> the guy was like, take two steps and when you do this and you have to do this, like, you know, when somebody, it's if a you puzzle. play, yeah, if you play D&D, &D, you know that you give some DMs, this happened to me, they'll give you like a riddle or what you're supposed and to do. And the DM and will like, work real hard on these things. Yeah, and then they're like, I'm not repeating it, you have to remember it. And everybody's like... Who, the, who was writing it down? Um, well, he immediately steps on the bridge and just destroys the puzzle. <laughs> which, 
they stay true to the funny stuff that happens during D&D uh, campaigns when you're just playing with friends around the table, which I enjoyed a lot because I could see a lot of a lot of what happens is what we would have done in our D&D campaigns and stuff like that. Me and Tyler were guessing what they rolled the entire time. We were like, yeah. oh, they must have rolled a two on that one. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of guess, like, oh, that was probably a one deception check. Yeah. Like, like, or she, they get hit by the sword, the, and you're like, oh, The druids in the, um, the armor, and she, like, waves, and he <laughs> waves, and he goes, hey, turns around, and I was like, you failed that deception check. <laughs> there was a lot of funny moments in it that I thoroughly enjoyed. Yes. One of the funniest scenes to me is at the end where he he's singing the song, but it's not really him, and he's, his whole face starts fucked up. Yeah, yeah that, that was because and they do that. I just realized it because he's losing concentration on the spell, so he can't keep it together because his foot is stuck. They, I feel like a lot of those things are almost like you have to know D and D to even catch him a little bit. Like one of the the big bad, I guess they're BBEG. Or whatever, big bad, evil guy. Evil guy is a red wizard, and she uses ninth level spells off the rip. Yeah. Time stop. I was like, that's a ninth level spell. And then when she used meteor swarm, I was like, Tyler used meteor swarm. <laughs> he had no idea what that was. I was like, yep. Tyler yeah, doesn't yeah. play a lot of spell casting. We've never classes. gotten that high. Yeah. So <laughs> when I saw the three things fall, my mind immediately went to magic missile because I know you get three, and I was like, that's not what that is. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing that back to back. I was thinking, I was like, it'd be really cool if we made a movie about our campaigns, and I was like, no, it probably wouldn't because it just stopped halfway fucking through. <laughs> wow. Shade. A lot of shade. You too. I Ooh. finished the last campaign I did. Which one? The Harry Potter one. We never finished We wrapped that. it up. Yes, we did. We did? I yes. think we did. And then I did a one-shot at Christmas, and that was the last thing I did. <laughs> Tyler just we left halfway Strahd through before it. that, too. Yeah, but yeah. like, we... I just didn't we... make y'all fight him at the end. <laughs> yeah, we just rushed it. <laughs> but that was because I could tell all of y'all were ready to get it over with. Yeah. We should do that campaign. So we know what to do. <laughs> it's not that hard. <laughs> That's not Just the point. Rod? No. Oh, the, oh, the one from the movie. movie. I'd have to say, um, to get into it a little bit, the story is, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not like anything groundbreaking. The movie's not groundbreaking, I'll say that. But if you're an avid D&D player, I think you will you will enjoy it. It uh, perfect. Go ahead. Okay. Here's what I, I told Tyler in the car while we were coming over here. I told Tyler, I was like, this is a movie that I could show my parents and they could enjoy without knowing any of it and then realize that's what we do. You know, like, that's the fun there is in this. Like, it's not just. No, I, that actually does. That is now that you're saying that, I feel like you could show this movie to like a, um, somebody who hasn't played and be like a noob. This could be maybe that's probably what they're going for. Like this could be this is pretty much a D and D campaign. Like, it it honestly inspired me because all of the scenery in the background that like I guess my brain just doesn't go that far when we're in a campaign. Y'all been to and that it city. always looks like a western. Yeah. Like in my head, a western. <laughs> so there's, like, there's nobody around. There's dirt floors everywhere. And Tumbleweeds like, going yeah. across. Which they referenced that. <laughs> 
And the big fight at the end. The basket uh, goes across. Yeah, yeah they yeah. have the hands and the basket yeah. rolls across. <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. Because y'all have been to that city. There's Mirth lo- is from that city. Yeah. And I've I'll seen, never you've seen picture of it, yeah, where it's like the big castle and everything. Yeah. It looks like. And Baldur's Gates and it. it's the Sword Coast campaign, which is like the main or setting. It's the Sword Coast setting. And they all say those. that at the beginning. Dumbass. <laughs> no, I was just saying, yeah. like, that was just something I caught. And, like, Boulder's Gate was up there, and that's yeah, one of I the games that. and everything. Yeah, um, it perfectly, like, captures everything about it. Like, you got all the characters' backstory in some way. And she brought that up. It, it, it was everything. Like, the funny moments, the trekking across while the bard sings. Like, yeah. literally... We've played through all these moments. The dungeon crawl yes. moments where you're like, let's get through <laughs> yes. the action car. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. That, that, That's like, worth watching the movie for. Honestly. I said to myself, I was like, man, that looks like Bradley Cooper. And I was like, oh my God, that is Bradley Cooper. Spoilers, That's hilarious. Bradley Cooper plays a gnome and the barbarian chicks in the gnomes. Yeah. Which is hilarious and definitely something that happens in campaign. He ends think... up with a Goliath. Well, it made yeah. me think of like our first, our first ever campaign with Trevor, because I was a gnome and Haley was a barbarian. Yeah, it made me think of Bella too, and she was a Goliath, and she always was into the tiny things around her. <laughs> <laughs> I like the coin scene. With the skeletons, because they kept trying and kept trying and kept yeah. trying. Yes. And I was like, we have done this where everybody takes a turn doing the same thing until yeah. we finally or get the answer. ask a question. Yes. <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite scenes. That I mean, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does that count? Grab a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> I like the way um, it was talking about how he had to tune. The helmet, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. I've never thought about, that. yeah, and I never thought about like a tuning like that because usually when you're playing, you're just like I tuned to this, but I, <laughs> I took I a long start, rest. I tuned. <laughs> yeah, it would be cool to start implementing like you to attune to like powerful things. You have to kind of go through a trial or almost to see if you can get through it or whatever. Because he was probably rolling checks like. What kind of check would that be? Probably like either wisdom or intelligence, whatever he needed to attune to it. And confidence. Yeah. And it, <laughs> they work like kind of how D&D campaigns go is like you have your main story and then you have all your character story arcs. And they kind of try to go through that within the time frame of a movie. You can't most campaigns go through. They did really good with that, though, kind of yeah. showing everybody's backstories and where yeah. they came from. And how they, like, resolve what they're dealing with at the moment. Because, like, the sorcerer's not very confident, and he gets confident in himself. And then, I mean, the barbarian, I don't really know what her backstory is, what she achieved. Well, she, with the whole marriage thing, she oh, left yeah. her tribe. and yeah. yeah. She had to deal with all that. And then the bard, he, Chris... Pine? Yeah. Yes. I think he actually did pretty good. He was pretty good for yeah. yeah, I really don't care for him as an actor, and I've never liked him in anything, but I did like him in this. But what have you seen him in? Uh, Star Trek? Yeah, that. Okay. And <laughs> that movie that y'all showed us. You didn't like Hell or High Water? No. Damn. Uh, what? Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's one of Tyler's top favorite movies. Sorry. <laughs> I love Hell or High Water. I love Chris Pine. Cowboy. Chris Pine just... I don't know. Ask me what country I have. Huh? Ask me what country I have. 
What kind of tree do you have? It's Chris Pine. <laughs> Vine reference of the day. The only thing I wish that they would have done with him was make at least show some spells or show that. I mean, I he did persuade healing spells stuff, or something. But I mean, he didn't do any of like he could have done vicious mockery. They could have done yeah. thrown something in there, which it might have not worked so much for a movie setting because you got your sorcerer and your druid and they kind of kept everybody like to specifically like the druid she didn't cast spells she just wild shaped the whole time yeah and she does wild shape a lot way out of the rules but <laughs> for it sure. made sense for a movie where you're it's like keeps going and like if she got two during the whole thing then she'd probably be pretty lame they're probably practicing they're probably practicing kiss Keep it simple. Stupid. That's what they were doing. Just keeping it simple. For and the people the... that don't play D&D, that do watch it, and they're like, oh, no, I could get into D&D. And you're hit by the freight train of crap you have to learn. <laughs> I do also understand why they named the movie Dungeons and Dragons. But at the same time, I don't know if that gets people in the theaters either. I know it gets the people who like Dungeons and Dragons yeah. in the theater. <laughs> the second day it's been out, and we were at an 8 o'clock show, and there's like 20 people in there. Yeah, but think of it this way, though, just from what you're going off of. If this movie would have been named something else, we would have never went and saw it. That's yeah. true. Maybe. I they, mean. They would have had to thrown a Dungeons & Dragons movie and then. But that's, what, what, but that's what I'm saying, though. It, like, if it would have just been called something. Bunkers and Badasses. Well, if it was just called a Thieves. Um, um, Honor Among Thieves. Honor Among Thieves. Right. It's, I, I, and you saw the trailer and you kind of realized what it was going through. We might have still seen it. I mean, maybe. Yeah. They but probably just... would have to throw a Dungeons & Dragons movie, which probably would have made it better if they were planning to make more. Because, I mean, you could probably just span a whole universe off of this and just have different party members. And They definitely left it where they could make another movie with those same characters. Oh, I yeah. think so. Only because, and I say that because of the bad guy that is talking to the, what is it, BBEG? Like, what you um, say? Big bad evil guy. Yeah. yeah. Big bad evil guy. What was his name? Hog? 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 Forge? Forge. Whoa. Hog. Just saw it. Man, I already that. forgot. No, not him. No, I'm you're talking, talking about, about a chick. The red yeah, wizard talking yeah, to other yes. chicks. It's a lynch. A lich. A lich. A lynch. <laughs> <laughs> a lynch. So I can go over. I can go over all the things. Because stuff pops up, and I'm like, I've seen this Which before. I told Tyler that there's a lich in Adventure Time, and I still don't think he knows what I'm talking about. So I had to explain Tyler what a lich is. And it's like a classic D&D BBEG. It's a wizard that they get so powerful that they want to become immortal. So they basically have to give, like, they put their soul into a phylactery. <laughs> That's what's called. This is what it is. It's getting that nerdy. But they'll put their soul into a phylactery. And so if they die, they don't actually die. Because Voldemort. Their, their soul's still there. And I'm not going to get metagame because people might be facing witches right now. But liches are like... And they look bony. Yeah, they're like bony. Their body's decaying or whatever, but they're still alive. A lot of the red wizards are liches. That main guy who did that, I'm pretty sure he pops up in the campaign we were playing. A lot of things popped up. Like the Cult of Dragons, y'all faced before. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that was, that was probably during the same era. The Cult of Dragons was probably trying to... I wish we would have seen some little goblins or something like that. Though. Yeah, they they did. I did notice that the um, characters they picked, the races or species they picked, were the more obscure one. Yeah. Like, I think that first guy was an orc, 
but they didn't have like a lot of orcs in there. They didn't have yeah, none of that. They didn't have doors. You only saw that one. Yeah, unless yeah. there was one in the background. They had a dragonborn. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the dragonborn. Well, then there was a um, the bird. Yeah, Eric. And then the Eric the Crocker, cast. Those oh, have yeah, came on way later. The CGI was real shitty at certain points. But I kind of felt like I felt like that about House of the Dragons. Like I think CGI has reached a level where they do so much that it's overdone and it looks like a video game. See, but, but even, you don't know crappy CGI until you rewatch The Walking Dead, and then oh, you really appreciate oh yeah. what we have. Gosh, <laughs> man, we've been rewatching that. The CGI in that is horrendous. It did look like they tried to keep it practical when they could, though. Yeah, because yeah. like even the. You can almost notice that they got like a backdrop for when they were um, asking the dead people questions, mm-hmm. and it kind of looked like a set. Yeah. But I appreciate that a little bit more. Like you try to dress it up instead of just throwing up CGI yeah. the most you can. And I feel like they did. I mean, it was a little goofy. Uh, the fat dragon was the best part. Yeah, too. that was that was good. <laughs> See, that's like that. Thank you for reminding me of that. Because that's like <laughs> something somebody would come up with. Like, I'm just going to make a fat dragon. That, that just rolls around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rolls and, like it slides after him. Yeah. It's so fucking fat. Trying to eat him. And or it couldn't get off its breath. Because oh, it's yeah. too fat. <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a a character made up in some D- DM's head. That'd be like, this is fucking hilarious. And that you just roll with when you come up with it. It's That was pretty great. I like um, all the different like creatures that we got to see in this movie though yeah it was cool that like projecting panther that was pretty cool yeah that's really a um, cool. displacer beast that's what they're called projecting panther <laughs> i was thing. pretty close <laughs> yeah i mean same thing <laughs> it just projects all its trauma, well, trauma that, on you. and what we saw two different types three different types of dragons and yeah. it, we yes. saw the fat one. We saw the big one that was flying. The black the, dragon. It shot the acid. That's yeah. why it was like across the ground. And then that the small the like stone. yeah. That was another thing that was super funny and cool about the them raising the dead because they would tell their story up until they died. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, the, well, they got cut in half. Yeah. He, he was like, oh, we got nowhere with this one. Yeah. Where he hit his head on the tub. That's how. Yeah, I laughed very hard at that. That Oh, you're thinking of my brother. (laughs) Yeah, I'm Spin, not Ben. They did the perfect (laughs) amount to draw that whole scene out, where it wasn't like two. You weren't like, all right, this isn't funny anymore. But it was like what four, five, six of them, and then I liked it a lot because they were. It was piecing together like a puzzle, so it was like actually pretty cool. Right, like they aren't really having to try and figure it out. Yeah, and. Yeah, and the the very beginning thought. with the prison escape where they're like we were gonna pardon you. Yeah, but we <laughs> yeah. That's something that would ha- happen in a campaign. Like they roll and they don't think you got it. You're like, oh man, I rolled it. That w- that's a like a Tyler move where yeah. he just makes a split second decision yeah. and the whole group is like, I want to grab him and jump out the window with him and f- ride him. <laughs> we're all like, we. I mean, we could at least see what the outcome is. <laughs> Trevor's like. Just roll. Nat 20. Well, Damn it. It's like, after it happens. And that was like, definitely a nat 20 yeah. to get to oh, the yeah. Yeah. And when they, like, fly out and stuff, that's, like, the DM. Like, he just lets it go and then goes, after everything's done, goes, you actually passed the the, the persuasion check. <laughs> we were going to let been, you go. You would have been pardoned, but yeah. now you got to deal with this. Now you're fugitives. 
I like that his name was Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan, yeah. I Jonathan. think in the end I saw in the credits somebody's name was Jonathan. Too, yeah. So yeah, I noticed that too. That's funny. That's like a little Easter egg, maybe. So I it's like Jonathan. I kn- I know, oh. but you with know. every I know so many people who do that where they take some simple name and twist it like one way to where it's I'm goofy. Rayleigh. Oda. <laughs> That'll be my next character's name. <laughs> Ray Liotta? God rest his soul. Well, Rayleigh. Yeah, it's gonna be Rayleigh Oda. and then Oda. And I think the uh the fight scenes were pretty cool. They were pretty dope. There wasn't a lot of party fighting like you get in D and D. They kind of saved that for the end. I think that was kind of like a oh, okay. Like when they are all around them, because that's kind of what you do. When yes. you're facing the big bad, you get around them, and everybody just starts and throwing everything. it shows you how fast it was going, because that is, like, even though it's slow for us, because we're just taking turns, you realize in an actual battle, like, if you saw it all, it's going by so quickly. I figured it out. My, my thought process when we're fighting is, like, battling in, um... Like Final Fantasy or something? No, um... Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, that's like a Final that, Fantasy yeah. where each one takes their turn. Yes, that's what I'm thinking of. So when we're playing d and I'm like, all right, Katie's hitting now. Now it's me. And it's like there's so much time in between, but really it's all that's, on top of each I other. I try to, every time we play and like there's a sequence of probably about a round, we get, I get through it before I imagine it. And then I try to imagine it all happening at one time because that's kind of how it is. That's so, kind of what he was saying, though. That's I think of like XCOM. Yeah, like yeah. you know that you're moving, then you move, then you Which move. Which is all all those games are like I don't know about turn-based. Final Fantasy, but they're turn-based. based on like D and D. Oh hell, too. yeah! Knights of the Old Republic literally yeah rolls yeah all, all the way down After there is all D and D. If you've played it and then you haven't played it and you play D and D. Go back and play it, then you're like, oh my god. You understand it. I'm just building another character. Yeah, but like, so when we first played Knights of the Republic as kids and stuff like that, didn't understand understand it at all. Nothing. But that's what I'm saying. Now, going back and playing that game, you can build like this OP character because you know how to do it. And I thought that was. You know what things are going to miss or are likely to miss and stuff. All your modifiers and everything else like that. And I think the movie even probably now helps D and D players because they're like, oh, that's how I can imagine combat. Yeah, yeah. I like that last battle the most because that's what I thought of. Because I try to keep it because you've always told us it's six seconds per like round or whatever. But it's like you said, it's hard to picture it that way. But actually seeing it, I'm like, that's what it is. Yeah. It, I I definitely think the whole movie, if we play again eventually, it will help me broaden my horizons a little bit and kind of get out of my box that I'm in when I'm playing. Well, it was nice to see a bard like that because that's not me playing it. No, <laughs> I'm not not anything yes. against you. I'm gonna go home and rewatch this movie about four. Well, actually, times that's just... more of a bard because he used his loot so much to hit right. people. Yeah. That's a you bard. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That man was like. Doming people with his loot. Yeah, but I, I there could have been more for him. I feel like he was like yeah. the less played on character, but like him being the distraction and like different stuff like that. A bard is like one of the trickiest things like to understand. Yeah. to play. I so thought, it was nice to see it like that. Well, I was just gonna say that I thought that each one of the characters did a really good job with their 
class, like the Paladin. Lawfully good, you know, just straight, narrow, and the way he was. and They made an ode to that (laughs) because when he was like, they were going to steal everything, all the loot, and he was like, you can't steal all the loot. You can't do that. That's not good. Or he was like, swear on the the Harper. The Harper. Is it Harper? Yeah, which y'all are part of. Y'all were a part of in last campaign. So I just had my tolerance. <laughs> Didn't learn about it until now. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I was just saying that I thought each class is good. Yeah, like with the character, the barbarian uh, Helga. Is it Helga? Yeah. Holga. 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 She rages. Like anytime yeah. she goes off, you know she's raging. Which somebody who doesn't play D and D wouldn't know that. But if you know D and D, you're like, oh, she's raging. But yeah. like you sit there and think about it, like. The barbarian, I would think, would be like this grumpy person, and she kind of comes off like that, you know. And saying, which the bard is, you know, he's perfect. Yeah, being, you know, she does pretty charismatic good, and everything like, else. Being but. pretty dumb too, not like super dumb to the point where it's stupid, right? But like, she's she has a flaws. Deer. A deer talking about her turning into a deer in the middle of the. Uh, castle yeah so you did turn into a deer but like and then like even with the druid like i would picture a druid kind of being skeptical not really knowing whether or not she can trust this group or that group you know that's really tieflings well yeah well yeah i guess you're right that's what i was gonna say you instantly like get her backstory and she's like a tiefling that was given up for adoption that's why she's not bad and like i'm mirth is that character yeah Yeah. (laughs) deforestation um also i saw you know there was a really dramatic death in the movie as well and that just reminds me of in D when we battle that's the part i look most forward to i want to death? kill the person oh. and i want to explain how i killed them oh, and yeah. how gruesome it is owlbear that's totally what i look forward to and i want to make it gruesome and i want to make it i want to make it important that i killed that person that's when i told trevor in the car i was like that was totally she got the last blow and she was explaining the most dramatic way to kill this person (laughs) (laughs) all i don't know if this popped in y'all's head when it started happening i was like the avengers with the whole i was like this is literally that that. (laughs) oh well it reminded me with uh iron man with the hulk when he's like yeah yeah can't remember which is that that's civil war and i like how they did simon too because he starts off so unpowerful and he's doing like basic magic which is you at level one but then when you reach like level 20 you can fight the bad guy because all the other characters seem more established so you get to grow with him like you do yeah. your own character so i like that they set him up like he that. was very good comic relief so yeah. he was pretty funny. i i agree with that though like just sitting here thinking about this movie, they did a really good job, like, getting all of it. Like you just said, like, you see the transition from, like, the characters leveling up and just each one of the classes and what they did. They they just all around did a really good job. character development with each other, too. Like, forming that group bond when you're supposed to, like, barely know each other in the first place. Right. But somehow y'all are stuck together and you don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> and they kind of even allude to stuff like when she was like, "You can," or he was like, "You can ask five questions," and the tiefling was like, "That's kind of, that's weird. Why is it five? He's like, "I don't know. That's just how it works." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it goes. That's just how the spells work out. Well, Holga's character too, like 
how she gets her weapon at the beginning and then her thing with potatoes. Like yeah. there's there's always that character that has that weird thing. Like Kinley and the meat pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tells you how much she loves um, Kira. Was that her name? Because mm-hmm. she threw a potato at the dude. I was like, she wasted a potato. Yeah. Well, I think um, they did really good with her with going back to the barbarian. Like usually there's like the stereotype that the barbarian is big and dumb and they kind of get stuck. Some people like get stuck in playing that barbarian like that. And she has that stereotype, but then she is also like super complex and she becomes a lovable character and there's a lot of stuff that goes around her that's like, oh, she's very vital to this, which I happens should happen with barbarians. It's a lot. It reminds me a lot of um, Travis Willingham's character in Critical Role. Uh, <coughs> grog like that's the same Sorry. way he is like he'll be super dumb and he's like the big dumb guy who just throws stuff and then he'll get like super comp like super complex and everybody's like dang where'd that come from sometimes he'll play out a character and they're like grog wouldn't know that he's like oh um because there's one time where they're trying to find a book on werewolves and they're like looking in the library and Travis rolled a natural 20. <laughs> so it was just like the barbarian was like, and he grabbed the book and goes, where, where, werewolves. <laughs> guy looks around and like, I can't believe this man just found this book and he can't read. <laughs> so they stick to the barbarian. I, I actually really like her as a character. She yeah. did pretty good. I was waiting on Dom to show up. <laughs> Dom! Yeah. Family. We're a family. <laughs> yeah, I like the sorcerer because I've played a sorcerer just like that. I feel like that might be like a stereotype of a sorcerer, like skinny, scrawny guy, don't know what he's doing. Because like the whole story with a sorcerer is like they're born with the power, so they don't have to work for it like a wizard. They don't have to train or anything. They're just innate ability to cast magic. And they did a lot with the wild magic where stuff just goes off randomly. That that was pretty neat. Fresh cut grass. That's Pred's dissertation. I said that right. That's what he did, though. Because it actually says that, in the sp- I think, in the spell. In Pred's dissertation, it says that you can make rudimentary stuff like that, and it's like like the smell of fresh-cut grass. And if you didn't play D&D, you wouldn't get that. But I got it, and I enjoyed it. <laughs> we get it, Trevor. You got everything. Not everything. There's probably <laughs> some stuff in there that I had no idea. Because I was like, is that... Alluding to something, I was like, I don't know, I haven't played that much. I was not. I was thinking they would have like some bigger names in D anD D in the movie, like was it Matt Mercer? Yeah, in Critical Role. Yeah, and um, I wish uh, you said his name, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard would have been in there at some point. That would have been funny. Well, if and it might be flopping, it might not be, but. I feel like if the movies keep going, then the D&D people who love D&D, like all the celebrities and stuff, might actually um, you might not that up, but might actually get into it. Dang. Uh, what does all that mean, Addison? Tell us, movie buff. Well, IMDb okay gave it a really? 4.7, so. Oh, well, that's not good, but. No, it's doing good. It made six mil just off movie night before opening day. Well, that's pretty cool. That's pretty good. What was the budget? Can you see that? That's 
Sometimes the user believes that to untrue the. So you don't know that they fucked it up. They took a hundred million to make it. Oh, oh wow. One fifty one million. So they've made a third of it back in two days. Yeah. Wait. That's that's good. I mean, that's a good start. Is isn't is that the? Oh, it is. Okay. I was about to say because there's other ones down there. I was like, is that the right one? Yeah, they're already close to a third of it in two days, so that's a pretty good start. Yeah. All right, everybody watching this, you've got to go watch it. We got to get them over that one fifty-one million mark. Yeah, I mean, I liked it a lot. I did too. It wasn't anything groundbreaking. Yeah. But it was a fun movie, especially if you like Dungeons and Dragons. And good humor. Let me me put it this way: it was actually pretty good humor. Like I laughed pretty good at it. Yeah, it was pretty. Um, Let me put it this way: so it was pretty great for me because the last movie I saw in theaters was Jurassic World. Dominion. You haven't been packed to the theater since then? No. It scarred him that much. Oh my God. It was horrible. So sitting in there and actually watching a movie that was good, it was like movie of the year. The last couple oh, of movies, oh, yeah, right, the last right, couple right. of movies Button I saw breaks. were yeah, movies I, I might could have watched at home instead. <laughs> so this one was one where I was like, Oh, I feel like it was worth my ticket. Like yeah. this this was a good one to see on the screen. It was sure. fun. It kept kept me awake, kept me interested. It was worth the. What else happened in the movie? I Thirty-six dollars we paid for. They the did start off with the whole cast being in front of you and going, um, "Thank you so much for being in the movie." Oh yeah, that was a little weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they've been doing that since COVID started. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know how that's I don't know if that's working for people. <laughs> if thanking them at the beginning we is working, but. Oh, I think it helps that. <laughs> I appreciate there it. There are still movies that only. Chris Pine was talking first. to me. Yeah, that is true, and they are trying to. You can tell certain movies are trying to do that, where it's like only in theaters, and or it's which like, I'm kind of glad it's like that because I don't want streaming services to kill the movie theaters. But yeah. that's just me. I don't know if it'll ever kill it, but I mean, it, they definitely aren't getting that. They kind will of never money. die. They keep charging twenty six dollars for a true. bag of popcorn and two drinks. Yeah, but this, this is typical. You know what that's you're how getting they make into. All their money. That's right. We all know that. That's what I'm Maybe thought. eventually we'll go back into. Would you rather the movie tickets be you know twenty something dollars and the popcorn be like ten dollars? It wouldn't make a difference. It would because I I can go to the movie theaters without buying popcorn. He can bring in his Chick Fil A sandwich. Right. <laughs> Next time it might be Subway. Who knows? Subway, <laughs> so you if I'm if I'm at the movie theater and you pull a foot long out, first question: Where have you been keeping it? Second question. Don't worry about it. Why? <laughs> because, man, sometimes you don't want popcorn. Maybe you, you know, you Speaking actually that, want a meal. I grew up where we would eat sucks. dinner before we went to the movie theater. That's smart, because then you won't spend money on popcorn. Yeah. I Man. told Tyler specifically this time, I was like, I want popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> and so we we didn't eat dinner tonight, so we just had popcorn for dinner, and That's we'll probably we snack at the house later. Yeah. But yeah, Tyler got an icy in a large drink. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. that so Trevor got a day. drink. <laughs> I, that was uh, weird. I had a friend who brought a whole Reese's rotisserie chicken. Heck yeah. yeah. That's what, that is what I'm talking about. A whole rotisserie chicken. I was pretty mad that no one replied to me. Oh, I saw you. I, I saw use, it. How do you use... Uh, never mind. What else happened in the movie? I forgot already. I like the gelatinous cube. Uh, yeah. yeah, they... Br- or the dude it. got pushed into it. <laughs> and that's what happened. They didn't have, the, like, the, the one that moves towards you. That's terrifying because you had to run away from it. But that... um, So, 
they have a few D and D Funkos. They don't have a lot, but one of the first ones was the green one that like mm-hmm. moves towards you. They just did WonderCon pops, and that's the one that just came out is the clear one, like the one in the movie. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the clear one's like a trap. It's more of a trap, and it doesn't really move. Oh, I like the mimic. Oh too. yeah, that was, that cool. was good because that. I should have been expecting it, but I wasn't oh, I when was, it happened. I was I like, was, oh, shit. And when I saw the chest, I was just waiting for it. I was waiting for one of them to open it up I and thought it'd be it a mimic. Would, I thought it would have been a lot funnier if like, they were looking at another group in there, and they opened the chest, and all of them just got ate by it or just yeah. sucked them in. That would have been funny. Or yeah. the whole group that looked at them when they said, no, we know of a way to really get out because they're all going to die, and they just all like... <laughs> yeah, they're all just <laughs> like... What do you mean? Should we listen to them? Like... I like that scene a lot. I, I thought like the maze scene, scene where was she really turns cool. Turns into the snake and is going through it and getting out, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, because that's like a classic druid moment. They did. I really like that well, druid no, moment. It was a it was a classic like making up some random ass shit that nobody would have thought. Wait of until the gong sounds. <laughs> right. Wait, <laughs> the projecting panther is right there coming at us. Displace your beast. Projecting panther. <laughs> But they did very good. Even though she didn't cast spells, they kept it true to the wild shape. Because that's like one of the big, that's the big druid thing. Is like you can turn into different animals. And they didn't even, it's almost like when you play a druid, you have the certain things that you like to turn into. So she only turned into those few with like the snake being kind of like out of character a little bit. Because that's like the only thing that she could do. Because I thought she was going to go in there and I thought she was going to turn into like the owlbear or something and just bust everybody yeah. out. Oh, I thought she was going to turn into a worm again. <laughs> yeah. And oh, inch yeah. your way out. Just so <laughs> that would have taken so long. Oh, yeah. In the whole fly scenario, every druid does that. Where you're just like, just turn into a fly and fly yeah. in there. And, like, she, like, failed the perception check because that happens every time when you're a fly. It's like, all right, if you're going to be a fly, do a perception check. And she's like, wait. There's a wild shape in here. That's like something D&D. I smell. Yeah. <laughs> They're trying druid. to get the hell out. <laughs> and they kind of did a chase scene, but I don't. I have never done those a lot. There's like whole rules behind the chase scene that I haven't done, which was, it was fun. That was, I, I enjoyed watching the chase scene though, and just seeing all the different animals that she turned into. I thought it was pretty good. He did, the bard, even though he... He kept the morale up, and that's what, like, bards are supposed to do. And he was probably technically casting one of the, like, morale boosting. Like, around the campfire, there's one that, like, heals everybody and stuff like that. What do you do? I make plans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, two at the end, he was like, I didn't think that was going to work. And everybody else was like, you said that you thought it was going to work. That was probably the same thing. Yeah. If I mean, we don't keep failing, we'll fail. Yeah. <laughs> that make a lot of sense. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. with his song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then he boosted the morale while she was dying. And they brought her back. Spoiler just like brought her back to life. Just like classic D and D, you always yeah. bring your death. Isn't really like one thing is death. It's just like an obstacle, and like usually you'll br- end up bringing somebody back. It happens a lot. Like you have to do a lot just to permanently die. You have to be like dying at the beginning or not. Or just want to die. Yeah. You're tired of playing that character. Because you're tired of playing a bard. Or that like the rule that the red wizard's knife or whatever you can't. Yeah, I didn't know that about red wizards. I didn't know they had a knife like that. It was pretty. Oh, cool. I like the wand too, because there's so many wands that have like one thing that they do. Yeah. And anybody can pick one up or whatever. 
It's a spellcasting token. Yeah, so I thought that that was cool that they threw that in there. And that um, talking about the staff? No, it, it was the wand. Or are you talking about the staff? I guess it was a staff. It was a short. Oh, yeah, it was yeah, short yeah. though. That was that talking was about the portal. Oh well, I guess it was short because it was the gnomes. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it also was uh that was dimension door. Yeah. Because the five hundred feet. Like, they got the portal gun up in this thing. There's some homebrew yeah, going on in this yeah. campaign. And I was like, that's Dimension Door. That's, the rule is 500 feet that you can see. So I thought that was pretty cool. Which 500 yards is what he said. It's a big, yeah. Oh, yards? Yeah. Feet, yards, whatever. Not the same. A quarter mile. Yeah, it is a big it's difference. It's not a quarter mile. I thought that's what he said. No, it is. It is yeah. a quarter mile. I was thinking about five tomatoes. That's feet. Five two eight zero is five thousand two hundred eighty. Five tomatoes. That's how I was like five tomatoes. That's what you said. Like five tomatoes. Five two may. Oh, I thought you were saying five two eight zero. Five is too many toes. It's like something you made up to remember (laughs) something. (laughs) Prince Harry drank chocolate milk. I don't remember that one. Please excuse my dear aunt Sally. Harry drank chocolate milk. (laughs) Or pizza, or whatever it was. Something at the end, pizza for the planets. What are you talking about? <laughs> You're losing. We're pizza losing planet. Yeah. <laughs> That's from Toy Story. <laughs> the main fight is kind of interesting how it was like a D&D campaign where how you can pick up random people along the way. Like when we got, what was the little goblin character? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's like they got his daughter, and then she was the one that helped them do the DDG. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good. Yeah, and he counterspelled that ninth level spell, so either he rolled really good, or he knows ninth level spells. So either yeah. he's level twenty or he's like level ten, and he rolled super good. Like he probably rolled a natural twenty when he counterspelled that All spell. All them doing the mannequin challenge, faking her out. <laughs> Him holding the spell like that too, I felt like that takes a lot of like. And I not like, moving, and he didn't. He had the spell not moving. I was like, I liked how he cast spells too. He had that little thing, yeah. which I think it was like a component pouch, mm-hmm. which I don't think sorcerers need. But it might have been something to do with his wild magic, because he would ever do something and it would pop out. And that's like home brewing. Like they want you to. They're like they say like when you make your like do what they do when they cast spells. Like you want to explain. That's why I always like to tell people is like explain what you do when you cast a spell. He's blowing it, his cock out. It is part. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of your character development, and it kind of shotgun. I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> I can't follow the cock gun. <laughs> but it shows you like your character development and like. It's unique to your character, so it's all you, and that's how you made up your character. That's why I like artifacts so much. I wish, I hope they do make more, and they do go into the different classes and stuff, because that'd be cool. Because they still got, cool. they still got a lot of classes to go into. What classes did we not see? We didn't see what, warlock. Uh, we didn't see a blood hunter. We didn't see warlock. Warlock. Uh, we didn't see a um. A war or a. A fighter. I mean, I guess a knight could be a fighter, but there wasn't like a legit jet fighter. A ranger. A ranger. That was one. Cleric. Yeah, we. They talked about clerics. Yeah, yeah, yeah but. Yeah. But yeah, you didn't see like 
the healing person that that'd be cool because they didn't they didn't include that because usually a party always has a cleric that heals people and y'all get a little bit of lore about sword coast you got to see the cult of dragons i was like <laughs> i was like they probably don't Trevor know had like a nerdgasm right next to me because they were talking about it and i was like i hope they bring up tiamat because that's what it seemed like it was alluding to because the whole red wizard thing involves they're in with the cult of dragons and they're the ones who help bring tiamat back which i don't know if they'll do campaigns like that because i don't think I've ever heard like a Honor Among Thieves type tent campaign. They did come out with a heist book though. Mm. Which is kind of what they did. Yeah. And like coming up with the random like putting the portal and gluing it to the bottom. That's that's some random ass shit that you yeah. just thought about <laughs> trying to get, try to rack your and brain then, about how to do this. Well I don't understand. Did she like bend over and accidentally put her hands on the um mirror it, or the picture frame and push it out on accident while he's coming through? I don't know. No, I thought the guy just set it down and it... Oh, okay. Well, she, cause she, he sticks it to the bottom and while she's in there, she like goes down and then it breaks off while he's coming through it and they grab hands and... That might have been like the force of her going down on it. Like it just pushed it off. They put something. sap on it. And so that sap's not going to hold very well. It looked like she pushed it off on accident. She probably um, did because they met at the same time. So it was like a force and it like pushed it off. Yeah, because he only came out because he was trying to push it back. And then he fell all the way out and caught it with his feet. Yeah. And then the guards on the horses were just pointing at it. And that's like a DM (laughs) going, let's see if the guards see you doing this. (laughs) Yeah. And they're like, oh, they don't see you, the meager dragon behind on the ground. But they do see the barbarian (laughs) holding legs up. Looking like she's doing something suspicious. Yeah, like, what is she doing? <laughs> that was pretty funny. So, do y'all want to rate it on how many loots? How the quality of loot? Well, cue, I was, cue random thing that we one probably to aren't going to do. Right? Yeah, one to ten. Explain loots. the loot system. I was just saying it's, it's a just one to a ten. Rating. That's just what I'm calling it. Oh, okay, his, cool. It could be special towards us. I don't know. I don't want to do gold coins because that's not lame. Isn't it his instrument? The loot? the loot? No, I was... No, he's talking about, like, loot. Oh. That's a L-U-T-E loot. Yeah, This no, is L-O-O-T. Not. All right, well... Loot, loot you loot. get, like, when you... Like, they got... When the they booty. The big bad. Yeah, the booty. Gotta eat the booty like Which, groceries. before that, the paladin saying all that stuff, but also being kind of quirky in the middle of it, like, saying the level of booty and stuff like that, I was <laughs> like, that's somebody trying to play a paladin, <laughs> but they crack up a little bit, being normal. Well, before you rate it, uh, what you already said who your favorite character was, who's y'all's favorite character? If you'd say... Oh, I mine guess, was a sorcerer, but I really right. like the barbarian. Right. Just because I played a sorcerer like that. I guess the druid was mine. The tiefling. And tieflings can be normal color. They don't have to be red. Or purple. Or green. I low-key wish that they had made her a color, though. Yeah, a little bit, but I also like seeing a. I don't ever, see, I don't ever see a regular colored tiefling. People usually don't make those. They usually make them red or some unique color. That's not Cameron. Or it's homebrewed. I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, I can't pick one out that I specifically think is my favorite. I like how they all work together. Yeah, I, I liked all of them, I like, but I've I like played a sorcerer like that the most because it's what I strive to be. Being a bard. But that you can never play. <laughs> I can never play. I've tried to tell it's you. It's giving me newfound hope that I can uh, try oh to play God. it. Tyler's just going to go around with his loot trying to beat people up with it. Right. I I was just going to say 
yeah, it is hard to pick one, but I like the only because I played the lawful paladin. I like the paladin, and I like the interaction between the bard and the paladin because the bard is so sick of the damn paladin and the way he's <laughs> acting and stuff. He definitely I, gave me the bar vibes. Yes, and for, I was like, yeah. I, so but I'd you play say, it in like you. A lot of people give the lawful good paladin crap. Yeah. Because they're the ones who are like, you can't do that. You can never do that. But Scott is one of those that can play it in Pretty a well. fun way, in a good way. That's fun and not like everybody's like, oh, I hate this person. Dude, I love Kavar. Yeah. It does good. get annoying sometimes when it's like you hear someone say help in the background and we're just really trying to move forward. Yeah, and we're like, oh, and that's oh yeah, I have to help. And I am here to hold the party up. We're there for the rest of the night. But that's the fun of it. Like yeah. he plays it good instead of being uh, like an ass the whole time. That's yeah, I strange. didn't think it was too much in the movie, nah. and it was funny that he wasn't understanding anybody's senses. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, that's sarcasm. Or it's irony. He was like, yeah. I think irony is um, worse for the people that behold it, or something like that. And he's like, that makes no sense, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do wish. That at the end of the movie, they would have pulled back and it would have been a whole table full of friends. That probably would have been cliche, though, and they were like, ah, we can't do that. They were expecting Yeah, that. but, I mean, maybe they're trying to leave it, keep it in the realm in case they want to make well, more movies. They did, I think they did kind of do that when they were in the maze and they pulled up out of the mage and the nobles were sitting around because they made it look like a, a grid. And That's true. Like blocks and grids yeah. and stuff, and everybody. Was they showed the map at the beginning too, where they were moving from one place yeah. to the other. What is she doing? <laughs> Can you please stop that? That them people got fucked up in that room. You saw yeah. their eyes and shit. And they, they and that kind of shows zero. like you. You got this like funny campaign the whole time. And, like, all this funny stuff happens. And then, for no reason, it just gets super serious <laughs> and dark. Because that's the DM's, like, their head cracks back. And you see them scream or something <laughs> like that. And you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> we were just making fun of a gnome back there. Yeah. All right. So, everyone's rating on it. As you want to start. How many loots? I give it eight loots out of ten. Uh, I don't know. It's me. Um, don't get it. It's, <laughs> oh your God, opinion. Yeah. I mean, just, can we do half loots? I mean, just, sure. yeah, yeah, do sure. whatever. I'm going to give it a seven and a half. If you're going to give it a seven, just give it a seven or a six. A seven no, and that's a half. what he said. He's giving it a seven, 7.5 You said, woo, to me giving it an eight. <laughs> like, you're about to give it a five oh, or something. That's way too much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that half star. Point five more? Yeah, Jesus What are you Christ. giving it? A seven out of ten. Seven out of ten loots. You gotta say it. Gold coins. Oh no! That's, that's <laughs> well, loot. gold coins can't be loot. So I'd give it an eight. Also, I'm gonna give it an eight point five loots. All right, I knew it. All right. I'm taking. I'm but moving I, mine up. No, but I no, but I like it because <laughs> I I really <laughs> I probably enjoyed this movie too much, but I like that's how I feel the different me, parts of it. And I felt like it blended well together, but it was still a funny story. Like, it's still D&D, and it's funny. Yeah, right? they, so that's why I enjoyed it. They kept to the classic campaign of D&D. And yeah. I will say, if somebody... You might show this to somebody, and they're like, oh, that's what you do? That looks kind of fun. Or somebody who's... Like, if you, somebody's not showing this the movie, kind of 
alluding to this is how we this is what happens when we play. They might be like, this movie fucking this ain't that great. Right, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Outside of it, it probably it really probably isn't that great of a movie, but a segue into D and D. If somebody was trying to show somebody this, I think they did a really good job. Yeah, Addison, what do you give it out of? Ten no, points? I don't even want to hear. No. It. I don't even want to hear. It. <laughs> this is the it. hardest movie critic over it. here. Yeah, I don't want to hear. It. We this gotta hear it. We gotta rip the bandaid off. Give it to us. Out of ten. Yeah. Oh god, how many loots? Yeah, I guess it's only four. I knew it. I knew, oh, I knew it was gonna bad. be a four. Get out. That's okay. <laughs> Ooh, it's probably yeah. going to be like a two on Letterboxd. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. It's going to be a two on Letterboxd. Yeah, he said he already did put it at a two on Letterboxd. Oh, my Jeez. goodness. I'd probably put it at a four on yeah, Letterboxd. Me too. I'll put it yeah, at but a four you don't have I'll a put everything at a four That's on Letterboxd. That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole D&D aspect. Like, Not as good as Ratatouille. It didn't feel... Or Shrek. It didn't feel like a superhero movie. <laughs> Nothing. I get it, too, about it being like Marvel-esque and like the funniness and stuff like that. But at least it didn't feel like a Marvel superhero movie yeah, to me. Yes. Yeah, yeah like, it, it didn't wasn't to me. Because like, I've even got burnt out on Marvel movies. Yes, yeah, I don't even watch them. Oh, anymore. yeah, this whole. That Homer scene where she grabs the red grip, the red wizard. And slams him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. They probably could have picked something out, but you. Like, I feel like that what is like rated? you were saying. It was, it was, was it PG 13? Yeah, because I don't think. I mean, they can't do like I mean, her no ripping her half. What I thought we would it was do. rated R because I got a <laughs> I got no a notification boobies. when I bought the tickets that like under seventeen or some shit. It was PG thirteen? No, it was PG thirteen. No, the under seventeen thing is because it was the after started after seven. Seven p.m. Okay. Look, four point four. There you go, Addison. Oh, I am probably mainly D and D. I thought it was a four point six. A ninety percent Rotten Tomato, which you don't join D and D that. What much, is common sense you? media? Just yeah. not playing it, yeah. I mean, that's true. Which is nothing. That's what I'm saying. Show. Like that's why I could see why he would rate it. Like that's that, why it's like four and five, and then two and one, and then you got three in the middle. Because most people, they're either gonna like not really like it, or they're gonna be like, "This was amazing." Yeah, I wouldn't have told my parents to go watch it in theaters necessarily. But if we're like having a Sunday afternoon, it's like, what movie should we watch? I'd be like, "Oh, this one's pretty cool." I think they would watch it. This is the release date is March third, twenty twenty three. I feel like there's gonna be a bunch of grown ass men that be like, I kinda wanna play D and D now. Yeah. Yeah. We we're, we're gonna see that other ramp up in D and D players because God in a minute since Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. Just leave it to us. Are you gatekeeping? <laughs> yeah. Damn, damn them. <laughs> I'm just saying we're gonna see another ramp up. It is funny seeing the gatekeeping people. Especially when it ramped up when Critical Role got there, they're like oh. Yeah, there might be some stuff we didn't know about. Oh, we knew the Forgotten Realms. Oh, that's that's actually a person. That's actually a. I didn't know that a fat the fat dragon was actually a dragon in the lore. I guess. I feel like they probably could have done more. Uh. The trivia items below may give away important plots. Bradley Cooper makes a cameo. (laughs) Bradley Cooper makes a brief appearance as Helga's ex-husband. I knew it. The characters of the Dungeons and Dragons animated series is seen in the maze. I knew that because I remember that dude in the yellow. Because that's a goofy ass fucking. Yeah. <laughs> that's like some animated shit where they're like, that's the only color they could use. It was good pace. They yeah. Kept it going. I never got bored with it. Yeah. It constantly showed something new. I'm really Magical bad about experience. A fun two hours. I'll give you a fun two hours. <laughs> we'll play Minecraft. 
this uh, movie popcorn's starting to hit the IBS stomach. Yeah, oh, I gotta, yeah. I gotta poop too. We should wrap it up. We havoc on this plumbing. Uh, thanks for watching. We all have to poop. Apparently, um, <laughs> I'm the only one that doesn't have to. We enjoyed the movie. If go see Must it if you movie. like D and B, and tell us if you enjoyed it. Um, comment, like, and subscribe on everything. Um, if you don't like it, just don't tell us. Or you could tell us. You know, it helps the algorithm, I guess. But nah, um, tell us. No we want to know. Yeah, no judgment. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Love you. Bye. <laughs>